0: Welcome to Her Fantasy Football. You can hear us on Blog Talk Radio forward slash Her Fantasy Football and on iTunes. You can also hear us on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio, Saturday night from 8 to 10 Eastern. Make sure to subscribe to us on HerFantasyFootball.com so you can be part of our Dice game from FanDuel. We give you fun ingredients, four of them in fact, and you get to set your lineup for free. So come and join us at HerFantasyFootball.com. Also, you can chat with us on her on Twitter at HerFantasyFB and on Facebook.com forward slash HerFantasyFootball. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby.
1: And I'm Ashley Williams.
2: And I'm Brandon Marianne Lee. Week 13. Week 13. Boom. Last
0: <laughs> week, week before 13. the playoffs. Playoffs. Yep. This is intense. I made a lot of moves today. Did you? I did. I missed out on all the waiver wire. It was bad. I didn't get anything off the waiver. Nobody let me get anything. So I said, okay, forget it. And today I just picked up like crazy. I changed like all of my kickers. I like I did. I wow. changed like all of them. I got like rid of everyone. Wow. It's just like bold. I know. No, I'm like really getting I'm like ready. Totally into it. Oh I, got, I got I got picked up a defense because St. Louis is awful. Um <laughs> yeah. You know, you gotta go bad gotta, for them. Well, I know I you them. like keep pulling for them, you're like, it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. But when you have injuries, they just couldn't get it together. The offense was so bad that and Jeff Fisher can kiss my. Yep, yep. Sometimes you just gotta move on. And week thirteen for me was my week to just move on, cut ties, hit reality. Going into playoffs, we need we need a miracle in some leagues, right? So let's just get straight into it. Thursday night's game. Um, we got the Green Bay Packers seven and four at the Detroit Lions four and seven.
2: Yeah, well, uh, you know Detroit beat Green Bay at on their home turf. So Green Bay is hoping to do the same to Detroit this week. And maybe uh, Ty Montgomery has already been ruled out for tomorrow night's game due to his ankle in- ankle injury, and so has tackled Brian Belaga, which isn't good. Um, oh, no, actually he hasn't. I'm sorry. No, no. Sorry, I don't mean to freak you out. He didn't practice. He's questionable. Okay. There you go. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going off the rails already.
1: Seems like what? that's...
2: Team one, team one. Wow. Uh, so, uh, bring a tear to your eye, Jordy Nelson. Let's talk about him for a second. Supposedly, he is uh, ahead of schedule, though. His knee injury, he's he's rehabbing, he's looking great. He believes he will be full participant at training camp this summer. Not
1: quite. <laughs> <on the show. laughs> hey, thanks for uh, your uh, year no, I thought, update. I thought like Jordy. it was gonna be some,
0: like freak recovery. And you're yeah, like, hey, hey guys, I've like- An
2: AP, what you know? He's going to be great. He's going to be great. Hey, big deal. Big doings, big doings. Here's the deal. He's at every practice, though, to try to help the wide receivers. And man, did they need help. Devontae Adams is supposedly still bothered by that ankle injury, Mm. according to his wide receiver coach. Still, he had more drops last
1: week, three, than he had catches, two. But that's still a third of the drops that Mike Evans would have. So it could be worse.
2: (laughs) Could be worse. Could be Mike Evans. Um, When the Packers played the Lions in week nine, that was the big 21 target game for Devontae Adams, where he caught 10 of them, less than 50%, for 79 yards. James Jones had zero catches on two targets, but that's because he was blanketed by Darius Slay. Darius Slay is this guy who's really emerged as a, a shutdown corner this year for Detroit, and he's part of the reason that they're making this big turnaround. So good for them. Way to go, Detroit. Uh, Yeah, and Randall Cobb caught five of his 10 targets against Detroit last time as well for 53 yards. So in general, the wide receiving core is just not happening. The Lions have allowed only two touchdowns and no more than 79 yards to receive um, uh, to an opposing wideout since week eight. Randall Cobb might be one of... The biggest disappointment. 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 That's what I was going to say. He's yeah. such a no.
1: disappointment this year. It's really Who sad. knew
2: he needed Jordy Nelson like that?
1: I know, especially wow. with Jordy,
2: but not. I was like, who i He is,
0: he is the Eric, he is the Eric Decker of. Yeah.
1: He needs of, to be the, yeah, w, course, the wide receiver course.
0: too. He, does. he has to be wide receiver too. He cannot you know? be a wide receiver one. He is great as a wide receiver too. He's not good as a wide receiver one. You know what, though, guys? It's crazy
1: that that happens to people. But it's Lesson learned. But the good news is Jordy has given us the update for next year.
2: That, yeah, um, next
1: year is really going <laughs> to be He'll still be in his wide receiver two role then, so he'll be fine. Yeah. We just need yep. David Cobb to give us the update that actually he's already projected to look good for the 2016-2017 fantasy football season. <laughs> yeah. Thank
2: you let's see here. So we got week 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. There are five weeks left. Randall Cobb is at 627 receiving yards, which shocks me. I thought he was at a lot less than that. Yeah, yeah, too. that is true.
0: How many touchdowns on the season? Do you
1: have um, that? Probably like
2: three yes, or I four. Six. Six. Wow, he
0: is better than I thought. I, I mean, I
1: but he got like two, I think he got two in one game like a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, no, he's a boomer bust player right now. It's
2: a little upsetting. Uh, Detroit gives up the 10th most fantasy points to tight ends. So you can start Richard Rogers as a desperate play. He did catch a touchdown the last time that these two teams matched up. Um, Yeah. He scored 22 points last time. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty impressive. So I don't know if he's going to do that exactly, but I'm, I'm saying some of you, because of the injuries this week, in particular to tight ends, I could understand it. Eddie Lacy has had back to back games of 100 plus yards. Um, yeah. But those were his only 100 plus yard games of the season. So don't kick yourself for having not started him. You shouldn't have.
1: But yeah. now you should. It's time. He's back. Right. Lions. Guys, Matthew Stafford and Calvin Johnson, we're be- back to elite status. The Philadelphia Eagles are terrible. I mean, they are awful. <laughs> Stafford, Stafford threw over 337 yards, so he reached the 300 mark. I was one week off, but I told you he was on his way to back to 300-plus. Yeah. Years, and he did it. I hit five touchdowns. Five. And Calvin Johnson had eight catches for 93 yards and three of those five touchdowns. So they're back in their groove. I feel good about it. I love it. Now, you know, I got to get my Jim Bob Cooter in. Yeah, you do. Don't we all? We all do. (laughs) And in the last three weeks, under offensive quarter, Jim Bob Cooter, because I don't need to say it twice. Stafford has gone 73 for 111, which is 65% completion rating, for 861 yards and eight touchdowns with only one interception in the last three weeks. I feel fantastic about that. These are sometimes you need to sit there, especially this time of year when you're looking at players and look only at the last three weeks three, four versus the whole season sometimes. Cause he's a great example. of you look at everything, it's not going to look fantastic, but he's gotten into a bit of a better groove back end of the season. So he's that kind of guy. Uh, I feel good about him. I like it. And then Joik Bell, he had a season high, which was sadly only 82 yards, which is still great for <laughs> running back, but he did have a touchdown. Then Theo caught five passes for 62 yards and also had a touchdown. And then Amir Abdullah had 16 carries, which for the team high rushing was with 80, sorry, 63 yards, plus a catcher 12. So what does this tell you? It tells you, A, that the Eagles are awful, and they were able to just pound it against the Eagles. And B, it tells you that we still have no idea who's going to get the ball. They're very much in a committee, and you shouldn't look to any of these guys. It'd be an incredibly risky play for you right before the playoffs, because any one of them could zero out on you as well. So... I don't like it. Injury update: Lance Moore's ankle is expected to miss this week, so he's out. Golden Tate, he's listed as probable. So, if you needed to go real deep again, that's a risky play. I would get Golden Tate out of them and hope for the best. I started Golden Tate in two leagues last week, and I felt great. But the yeah, Tigers give up the ninth fewest points of wide receivers, so it's not a great matchup. I know, but I'm eight-man. No. I'm in an
0: eight-man league and I've been streaming quarterbacks, which I've never done before this year. And I picked up Matthew Stafford to play last week and I felt really good about that.
2: Yep. You picked
0: up Ryan Tannehill this week, guys. Fingers oh, oh fingers. Oh. Never trust Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. You may not trust him. I only need him for one week. Only one week. And I've been very successful this this in this league with quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins, Stafford. All right. There's Derek Carr, I threw in there. All right, guys, let's move on to the Sunday morning games. The New York Jets,
1: 65. And the New York Giants, 5. Well, if you're streaming quarterbacks, was Ryan Fitzpatrick not available? Yeah. As- uh, surprisingly,
0: not. Fitzie was not available. Okay. And I was going to because he's a better yeah. option
1: than Tannehill. Fitzky was a top five quarterback last week, guys. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Cool. Top five. He was 22 of 37 passes for 277 yards and four touchdowns. Four touchdowns over the win of the Dolphins. This is another delicious matchup. They give the fourth most points to quarterbacks, so he could very well have a repeat week just like this again. And I said, I wouldn't hate it if you're streaming quarterbacks. So like Courtney's doing, it's not a bad option if you want to look and see if Fitzie's on your waiver wire this week. He was just like handing out touchdowns like candy last week. You know, Brandon Marshall had nine catches for 131 yards. He had a crazy great game and he had two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Eric Decker, per usual, snuck in a touchdown because that's what he does. He's the best wide receiver too in the league. You do special, you, Decker. Special Decker. Special Decker. Yeah. 62 yards. He's fantastic. You got to always play him. And even Devin Smith, after getting totally called out by Bulls, he stepped it up and 33 yards and his first career touchdown. So it could be another repeat week like that. This this offense, I this defense gives up a lot of touchdowns. So I like it. Ivory had a good game as well. He had 87 mm-hmm. yards and a touchdown. And this week could be, again, the Giants give up the 10th most points against the rush. So Ivory, I think, is going to throw up double digits again this week. I like the Jets a lot.
0: Ugh. All right. Well, first thing we know for sure is that you are starting Odell Beckham Jr. Last week he had 142 yards and a touchdown. The Jets give up the eighth most fantasy points to wide receivers, so this is a no-brainer. On that note, you will see that Ruben Randall found the end zone for the fourth time this year. He did see six targets, which is great, but only caught one pass, so that's not great. Um, take that as you will, but in deep leans, again... They give up the eighth most fantasy points. So if you need to start them, I understand. Um, As well as Dwayne Harris. Um, I'm not benching anyone for them, for those two particular players in a 10 man league or less. Um, But if you have multiple wide receivers, like some leagues, you can definitely insert them there. 12 man, you know, 14, 16. I get it totally. Uh, tight end, Will Ty had an amazing eight targets, six receptions against a tough defense to tight ends, and the Jets give up the third fewest fantasy points to tight ends. Um, but again, without many targets, it's possible that he could be an okay start in deep yeah. leagues. Uh, deep. This is kind of a deep league kind of situation here. Um, not a great matchup for running backs. They give up the fourth fewest fantasy points to running backs, and the Giants running backs suck anyways. So yeah. I'm not into any of them per use. Um, Eli Manning had three interceptions last week. That's per you. That's what it is. Per (laughs) use. Um, I don't think you can just trust him going into the playoffs, you guys. It's playoffs time and there just are better options out there. Um, the Jets have been able to get six turnovers in the last four weeks from quarterbacks. And since Eli loves to turn the ball over, who knows? They might get six out of him alone next week. So I'm not into it. To play the Jets too. Yeah. Well, no, they're going to score. I mean, it just depends. It just depends. Yeah, they're going to get a turnover or two. Jets defense is definitely a great defense you can play. Arizona Cardinals 9-2 at St. Louis Rams 4-7. to
2: Which is miraculous, by the way. They deserve zero wins. Really. (laughs) It's really good. You can kiss my... Mm
0: Uh, last week was a tough week for the Cardinals. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what it is. People are just, like, not preparing for the 49ers or something.
1: It's, it's amazing. Crazy. It's like they think it's a bye week. They do. They do. No big deal. Bye week. And it, and it was when Colin Kaepernick was playing. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> to be <It's> fair. Rare. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Too soon.
0: Uh, <laughs> and uh, FYI, if you weren't watching football last weekend, Chris Johnson has been placed on IR oh, after breaking uh... his leg last week. That That's the worst, have, guys.
1: That might have completely knocked me out of some playoffs.
0: Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah especially because cool. I wasn't able to pick people up on the waivers and it was just like, I'm screwed. Yeah. Um, if you haven't already, he's still available. Uh, David Johnson, pick him up. He's only owned in 42% of Yahoo leagues, which is crazy to me. Hello. It's playoffs. Pay attention. Um, Bruce Arians says he feels confident with David Johnson. So it could be a good play this week. He had 12 fantasy points in week four while sharing the ball with Chris Johnson, um, uh, you know, against St. Louis. So, an- Andre Ellington is still sidelined at practice, and Arians does not believe it. he's going to play. So it's just David Johnson behind center, guys. Carson Palmer was able to pull out 17.44 fantasy points last week, which is amazing for how bad Arizona played. Um, (laughs) This may be a very similar game, though, for Palmer. The Rams give up the fourth-fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks, and Palmer only had just under 16 fantasy points when they played last. So... It's I that thing to, to say,
1: say though. Upset.
0: Carson Palmer because he's the most consistent quarterback in the league, but I am sitting Carson Palmer and you Ooh. may want to stream some quarterback, Fitzpatrick,
2: Tannehill, mm. you know, if you need to. I
1: just don't know <laughs> if I have the stomach for Tannehill. I would just, I would hate to lose and not make the playoffs because I started Tannehill who has, like, burned yes. us all year. He could have a great game, and maybe it's worth rolling the dice. But, like, aren't you going to be so mad, Courtney, if you streamed Tannehill and then he gets you, like, five points? He won't.
0: Yeah.
2: He I'm won't. in a league where I have Drew Brees and Carson Palmer, and they both have terrible matchups.
1: Oh. Terrible matchups. I, I, Later on, I'm going to tell you not to play Brees. I know. <laughs> this is my problem.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm telling you. I'm telling you guys. Yeah. Um, all right. Lots of weapons for the Cardinals, but again, very tough matchup. So the Rams give up the third fewest fancy points to wide receivers. Larry Fitzgerald only has 66 yards, but was targeted 14 times and caught 10 of them when they faced each other. John Brown had five receptions and seven targets. And Michael Floyd was off um, is, is off the injury report. You guys, excuse me, that was from last week. So um, with all three of them on the field, when they play them in week four, Tons of targets, but not a lot of fantasy points, you guys. It's just the way it was. I'm not saying it's going to be that this way, because obviously the St. Louis Rams are not the same defense that they were at the beginning of the season. Um, so, you know, feel free to start your stunts. And you don't have any better options, do it. Um, but if you have some sneaky plays, this might be the person you want to bench. Um, maybe like a John Brown or definitely a Michael Floyd. Uh, so just throwing that out there. It's going to be a little bit rougher ride. Um, You are definitely starting the Cardinals defense for sure. The St. Louis Rams give up the fourth most fantasy points to defenses, and they had 10 fantasy points last week, so they're good to go.
1: Do it. Speaking of the Cardinals not preparing for the 49ers like all teams Mm. do, Nick Foles is no Blaine Gabbert, so that's the good news. (laughs) (laughs) He's imploded.
2: I don't know what is going on with this guy.
1: Well, that's what's crazy. So he, I mean, he definitely struggled in his return to the starting role. Nick Grant was a temporary starting role because Case Keenan was out with a concussion. And, um, but we don't know if Case Keenum is to play this week. So it's possible that Nick Foles will play this week again, but he was 30 for 46 and 228 yards along with three interceptions, which. Is not good, but doesn't sound horrendous on paper. But when you're watching him, it's like such an implosion, right? It's It's like, ooh, it's bad. It's really bad. bad. And speaking of implosion, Todd Gurley had the game that we were all fearing and got only 19 yards rushing. You don't need to defend anything else. It was painful. It's true, but he's still been able to break out all season. You've never had to defend anybody all season with the Rams, and he still was doing great. What I'm going to say is while he has a tough matchup this week, you still have to play him. You rode him to the playoffs and this was his first bad game. So stick with him. Don't completely panic. You don't have a choice. You you drafted him high and he has done well. He's had one bad, bad week one. Take, put it out of your head. You have to, you have to completely just completely block that off. Now, Tavon Austin, which is now synonymous with Brandon to me because she is a Tavon Austin defender and lover. For whatever he's reason, not, he's the worst. Oh, he's. I know, I think he's the worst dude, but, best! but he had, he's the he, worst. He had four carries for 63 yards, and cut six passes for 33, and he had a heck of a game. He, he did. did because um, he is a heck of a game. Mr. Unpredictable, you know. You know what? I will say, Courtney, I do think Tavon Austin. Would benefit from being on a different team. I think he'd be a completely different player oh. because he's explosive and he's and, and he's got the potential. He's just stuck on the Rams. The poor guy. No, is he's stuck a the county Stills. He's, he's a Boomer Bust player. He's
0: got the speed. He's the deep threat. He's done. It's over. It's no, but back. he also runs the ball. He does everything. That's true. He, he does everything. everything.
1: He does everything. It's true. They just have such a horrible offense. They they can't really utilize him, and they have no quarterback to throw the ball. I think he's a little more like Travis Benjamin. No, nah, he's not as good as Travis Benjamin.
2: Okay. well, And also Travis Benjamin does really so. do a lot of rushing. I don't know why I said that.
1: Anyway, I was <laughs> yeah. like, <laughs> like, I think it's someone who's the deep ball threat. He's good for like the one deep ball. He just gets you your fantasy points you need, and then you're just going like, to hope he catches some of his other targets. Yeah. Tavon is a bit yeah. more of a utility player. They just don't have anyone to utilize that sadly but anyway it's not a great matchup for him so i would not play in this week because again i would not want to not make my playoffs because i had boom and bust on austin in there no thank you i'll move on from that kickers do matter guys greg zirline has hit did not practice on wednesday there's a he's questionable there's a good chance he may not play so make sure that if you have him that you are looking elsewhere for other options don't just assume he's going to be in your lineup okay don't do that and in case cam like i said he was limited in practice wednesday there's a chance he plays there's also a chance he doesn't either way neither quarterback is good enough to really make it a viable option for you for any receivers you just got to hope that one of them can perform semi-well enough that todd Gurley will go off for you so i ranked one of them um 32 and if the other one plays he'll be ranked 32. <laughs> <laughs> I said, like, did you put both in your rankings? And one was thirty-one, and one was thirty-two, <laughs> or one's thirty-two and thirty-three? If I had another one. That's no,
2: I just decided one was enough. If so, we've gotten down to thirty-two, you're not in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> no. Too so, give yeah. Give up now. Give
0: so, up now. Atlanta Falcons six and five. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers five and six. Uh, the biggest news out of Atlanta is that Devonte Freeman has been cleared to play on Sunday and has Woo! passed all concussion protocols.
1: Although, Tevin Coleman oh, yeah. was
2: pretty good. Much better than what? I thought he was.
0: Tevin Coleman did pretty good. He fumbled in both games. Yeah, but he was better He's than better. we thought he'd be. Yeah. Nine fantasy points. I guess we should be excited. Hey, Todd Gurley got you two. Okay. that doesn't. Don't even compare the two. Don't oh, even do yes. that. That's, rude. that's gross. That's I'm me. just saying. Take it back. <laughs> take it back. <laughs> Anyways, last week was a really bad week for Atlanta. We all... That was coming. The last month's been a bad month. It has been a bad month. The players had a private meeting this week after losing four weeks in a row. So hopefully they can get their crap together. And I'm sure that they are very thankful. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving came a little late that Devonte Freeman is back this week. Cause uh, it's definitely an important role in their offense. And, and they need that pumping from the meeting, hopefully, and it's like somebody probably needs to get fired for Atlanta to turn things around, but
2: Kyle Shanahan.
1: <laughs> there, there it is. <laughs> good, good stuff, I, la- I left it for you, Brandon. I left it. <laughs> yeah, she, just, she te- teed it up for you right there. She's giving oh, you an opportunity to completely rag on Kyle Shanahan. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Tevin Coleman was the man to deliver for Freeman. We talked about this earlier and showed why he is the backup. Not the starter after losing another fumble. You can put him back on your bench. It's over. Tampa Bay defense is pretty good against the run, but I think Freeman will still be able to be in that mid-team fantasy points, so you can definitely start him. <clears throat> As for Matt Ryan, he had another multiple turnover game.
1: Talk about implosion. He, he is consistent, horrible. consistent. He's consistent, guys. He's, he's consistently consistent like bad. You know, know He's, he's really, really, <laughs> really screwed over Julio Jones fans right now, too. Like, that's – Oh, Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of other good quarterbacks you could have screened, but you drafted Julio first. That was your first pick.
0: Yeah.
1: Minnesota is a tough
0: defense. So, I mean, I'm not taking that away from them. They are tough, and they have been in a slump. So, you know, it's not like they were going up against Indianapolis and failed. It's, you know, it was a tough defense, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Uh, But he cannot be trusted. He was able to get 20 fantasy points last time they played, though. In fact, Yep. More yards than any other game this year. Um, the flooring the floor is so low. Um, his best game is 23 fantasy points this year, so play at your own risk. I suggest not doing so. Um, you can't bench Julio. Sorry, he sucked last week. I get it. Um, he had 20 fantasy points last time he met Tampa Bay, so you have to do it. Jacob Tammy is still available in three-fourths of leagues. league, so if you need six fantasy points from your tight end, pick him up, you guys. No word on Leonard Hankerson. Um, you know, I just think that this is this is kind of – Tammy might get – he gets a lot of targets, so I'm not against it. And Tampa Bay is only in the middle of the pack when it comes to tight ends. Um, in deep leagues, Roddy White has seen 17 targets in the last two weeks, you guys. So if you really need to stretch, like really stretch, these targets are there, so – And keep an eye on the kicker situation. Matt Bryant may return this week after injuring his quad. If he is a no-go, then it will be
2: Shane Graham. All right, Tampa Bay. I'm going to start with a sleeper here, this guy named Cameron Brait. He is the backup tight end behind the mysterious Austin (laughs) Stavariot.
1: That (laughs) legend player we can never see. (laughs) The phantom known as... Austin Safarian Jenkins. What a great name to be a phantom player of it, though,
2: right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, who, by the way, is list is questionable. Of course he is. Um, <laughs> per year, Per years. Yeah. I thought I that Bray was a bit of, of a flash in the pan, and, and I keep hearing this Austin Safarian Jenkins garbage, and so I kept kind of ignoring him. But, you know, listen, two back-to-back games, the scoring touchdowns, he had four and six targets in the two outings. Uh, The only other time he had over 40 yards and or a touchdown was when the Bucs played the Falcons. There we go. So it's actually kind of one of those sleeper picks that actually makes sense. So there you go. Especially if you play daily, it's a long shot, but one that's that's mathematically worth taking. The last time these teams met, Mike Evans was bad. He only caught three of his nine targets. Classic. um, (laughs) For 48 yards. Oh, (laughs) Evans. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, Evans production seems to have taken a little bit of a hit with the return of Vincent Jackson due to his drops. Surprise, surprise. Uh, <laughs> you still have to start him, though, you know, and then and this is a bad matchup. They give up the second fewest points to, uh, opposing wide receivers. So I don't love it. Um, the whole team stunk it up actually the last time that they played, but I'm willing to throw Doug Martin back in there because Atlanta gives up the third most fantasy points to posing running backs, And Doug Martin's gotten better over the season and he actually hit a thousand yards.
1: I thought he was going to be done for. I'm happy
2: for him. Yeah, I'm good for him. Right, Um, Winston up and down rookie season. It is what it is. I'm not quite sure. I'm telling you to plug him in on this one. Sorry, especially with the wide receiver issues. Uh, But the Tampa Bay defense might be a sneaky option with Matt Ryan deciding that he's serving people the ball on a platter. Um, The Falcons uh, seven. I'm sorry, five of the seven defenses that have um, faced. The Falcons most recently have had double-digit fantasy points. I can't imagine why. Mm, I know, it's shocking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Oh, Seattle six, Seahawks. Sex Hawks, that's what I said. Uh, five, a Solve it. it is Eight late. I
1: love <laughs> it. it. love it. Pretty <laughs> there. Uh, Woof. Seahawks. Seahawks, the Sex Hawks, um, so Jimmy Graham, guys, very, very, oh, very sad. This is a, uh oh. sad news, huge, huge hit. Now, granted, I, huge hit, too. <laughs> yeah. that, that was a bad play on words. I did not mean it that way, but he he did go down the fourth quarter last week and he's out for the season with a torn patella tendon. Uh, he has been placed on IR. He underwent surgery on Wednesday. You know, and I do want to remind you, this is the injury that Victor Cruz still has not
2: made it back into the NFL for. It's really bad. I don't want to be sc- clowny had the same
1: one. I don't want to scare you. But this is, this is wow. a really bad one. This is not a quick recovery. This is, you know, I don't think we're even going to get a 2016 update yet from him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's I don't not, you know. <laughs> I don't too think he's, soon,
1: guys. Too, too soon. soon. He's not ready. He's not ready for it. But <laughs> this is a big this is a big hit because while while Jimmy Graham has been in the touchdowns, that's the thing. His yardage is still there, like from last year. He just wasn't in the touchdowns. You know, he, he had like a total of like three touchdowns compared to 10 you know where he was last week. You know, but he is getting the yards, and he is a top ten tight end. Well, More than well, that, when all of a sudden, done on the field, and people had yeah, to protect had to defend them. him. And yeah, they had to defend now, him, and yeah, they need as a big body because they got you know little teeny tiny Russell Wilson. So, and they got problems with the running game. So this is a huge. It's it's a huge hit. It's I. Uh, I'm, I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I feel bad for everybody. I will say though, Luke Wilson, he may actually be someone to pick up. If you were desperate, just because he is a, he is a target that Russell Wilson has proved to actually throw to, and he feels comfortable with, with Luke Wilson. So think about it. I don't expect a lot of points, but if you're, if you're desperate and you might be, it's something to think about. Uh, Russell Wilson, he had a game. These are the kind of games this is what always sneaks him in the top 10 quarterbacks, always at the end of the season. He doesn't play great the first part of the season and <laughs> the end of the season. There he is. Oh, magically as a top 10 quarterback.
2: They call that clutch.
1: Oh, is that oh, right? St- no, no, I'm not going to get there. I'm going to be nice to <laughs> the show. it to be nice. Anyway, he had a great game. He was 21 to 30 fast attempts for 345 yards. He never gets over 300. So good for you. Five touchdowns, no interceptions. It's a fantastic game. I love it. Uh, good work. Doug Baldwin had a heck of a game too. I didn't think he would do it. He came, he's had two back-to-back great games. He had 145 yards and three touchdowns. Naturally, in stu- in. Say Steelers, and then I was going to say the sex the Seahawks, the Seahawks fashion. This probably means Doug Baldwin will do nothing else the rest of the season.
2: Are you starting you know, Russell Wilson this week, I feel like he I might. was going to ask. I think he might.
1: I think because of the Jimmy, Graham I think, I think thing. because of the Jimmy Graham thing, he might yeah. actually still actually produce for you. So I think you can play Doug. Baldwin. You can actually play Jermaine Curse as well. Quite honestly, he also put us in points. So I feel okay with it. You've got <laughs> you guys Rawls are crazy. still the option. You guys are crazy. It's, a, it's not a great match. It's Minnesota. crazy. It's
2: Minnesota. I wouldn't play them this week. I'm saying rest of the season.
0: Okay. I, was, I asked this week, though,
1: and you guys were like, yeah. And I'm like, D- no. It's Minnesota. defense like it. is good. They're a sneaky good defense. They do. They get really good. six fewest points to quarterbacks, fifth fewest to running backs, eleventh fewest to wide receivers. It's a tough it's defense. It's not sneaky anymore. It's week
0: 13. They're a good defense. Just I'm,
1: just, I'm just saying, there's been injuries.
0: and Courtney
2: is like going to smack you're it down. Under, on the you're you're underestimating my teams here, people. You know, Courtney, I have very little faith in the Vikings. Okay. Until when we come week. back next week and Tannehill has killed it, I can't wait. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Guys, don't jinx me. Okay. So you jinxing yourself. On that one.
0: Listen, listen. The Vikings defense is legit. It's the offense that we have an issue with, and that's okay. Yes. The defenses win championships. So, I'm not unfortunately, not That's for your fantasy team though. You are like that. Um, listen, if you look at last week's points from Minnesota, that is like just how it's going to be. It's going to be Adrian Peterson. He is the offense. Then maybe Ted Teddy Bridgewater is going to be next, but nothing worth your start. You have Diggs and Rudolph that will kind of going to go back and forth depending on what Teddy's in the mood for. Um, but listen, Minnesota has a better record when Teddy doesn't throw the ball. So this is what it is. They're going to be running. They're not going to be throwing a lot. I love Tiggs, but he's been down the last few weeks. I think you can only start him in deep leans, Um, especially against Seattle. This is obviously a tough matchup for everyone. Um, And it does look like a good matchup for Rudolph, but only two tight ends have been able to get seven fantasy points or more in the last five weeks. So it's really not that great um, for for tight ends either. So, you know, sorry, this offense is just not fantasy worthy unless you have AP. Um, Minnesota could be a defensive stream, as I just told you. Um, And kicker Blair Walsh has been struggling the last few weeks. Yeah. But he might have a nice game this week. Even if he misses one, he might get. You know, two or three and a couple extra points. So, you know, this might be a low scoring game and it might all be extra, you know, it might be all field
2: goals. So maybe if Blair has to be one of the top kickers last week because the same thing. Pittsburgh yeah.
0: Against, uh, Seattle. Exactly. So I'm just saying, yeah, you know, I might, this might be good. I know Blair stunk. It's really frustrating to watch him, but, you know, that he might do okay this week.
1: Well, know your league too because in some leagues you don't lose points. For missed kicks. Yeah, we don't. Although no, we don't lose.
0: Yeah, a lot some of leagues, leagues you don't lose. Right? Leagues a you lot of leagues you do though. A um, lot of yes, leagues you lose yeah.
1: points if your kicker misses a field goal. So know your league too, because you're right, Courtney, if he just misses one and you are you're in a league where you don't lose points, no big deal. He'll he's probably got a lot more opportunities. Right. If you're in a league where they, they lose points, you know, a little bit dice your start. Sure's that. San Francisco 49ers three
2: and eight. The Chicago Bears five and six. <laughs> Okay, you guys, I've glossed over this team because they've been so absurd, but it's time to congratulate them for not completely imploding. In fact, I am more impressed with the San Francisco 49ers than I am the Atlanta Falcons. All
1: right. Uh, that's was <laughs> I was like, that's where it stopped. Okay. Well, anyway. <laughs> so exciting. you're more impressed with the San I, <laughs> <sit. laughs>
2: I lost my train of thought, but I'm sure there are other bad teams. <laughs> um, you no, and every win. other
1: NFL team that plays them, they just completely <laughs> lose the train of thought, and then they lose. Yeah, yeah no, it's don't true. The, yeah.
2: It's true. I, you they know. almost lose. <sighs> anyway, okay. Um, well, Houston last week, they, yeah. against yeah. the Rams, just didn't show up on the offensive side of the ball whatsoever. So, anyway, don't get too cute. Uh, but since starting Blaine Gabbert, the team has yet to score over 16 real points in the real football game. Okay. That's that's the reality. (laughs) Fantasy gold there. But Blaine Gabbert (laughs) threw for over 300 yards last week. Bridgewater's only done that once. Russell Wilson's only done that once. And they've started every game this season. So I do want to put that out there. Um, Carlos Hyde is still listed as day-to-day. You can't count on him. Um, But this is weird, but Sean Drone literally played every single snap last week. That is extremely rare. In fact, I was trying to look for another running back that's done that this year, but usually they go in and out. He literally played every single offensive snap last week. How many Um, points did he get? He got 20 touches, 15 carries, five receptions. I think he got like 11 um, points, but he's more of a PPR option because he's getting like five receptions a game. So if you're full point PPR – it's John Drom. Yeah. Real deal. Gareth Selleck is out indefinitely due to a high ankle sprain. Vance McDonald, though, will play in his stead and had a nice game last week, caught catching six of his seven targets for 71 yards and a touchdown. Gabbert likes him. It's a little crazy. That's true. The week before, he caught all four of his targets for 65 yards and a touchdown. So it's not that fluky. It's really happening. It's not a great matchup to give up the fourth fewest points to tight ends, but have them on your radar. And it doesn't really matter because everyone self implodes when they play San Francisco. True. So. Yeah. True. On it. And Quimbolda has back to back ninety three yard outings. What a weird number, by the way, to have back to oh, back yeah. ninety three yards. I love that. Exactly. Um, but he's getting a lot of targets now that he's back from injury. You guys, this is crazy. But if you have injury issues, I just named a bunch of players that you can possibly play and not be insane. Um, Torrey Smith, though, is not an option. I just want to no. remind you can't seem to get more than three targets. Terrible. And on Terrible. To the Bears. Um, speaking of San Francisco not being good, they they are not good on defense. They really are not. <laughs>
1: uh, Shocking. <laughs>
2: Jay Cutler and the Bears had a tough two games in a row facing Denver and Green Bay. No one wants to do that. Um, But look for Cutler to bounce back here. Now they did beat Green Bay. That was really interesting on Thanksgiving. Green Bay, other implosion. What is happening? Um, I think you can start a lot of people on this team. I, I do. You know, the 49ers defense is tougher. It's been a little tougher over the last few weeks because, Oh, I don't know. They don't have Colin Kaepernick giving up points, random, random willy nilly. Um, you know they've only allowed one or less touchdown to four of their last five opponents uh, for quarterbacks. But I have a funny feeling. I know that's analysis, right? Hashtag analysis. But I think Cutler will be fine. Um, <laughs> <guess>. Why? Because <laughs> his his weapons are are healthy. Yeah, yeah. You were gonna sing. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut that off. It's okay. No, it's totally good. I was like, I was like, back up. Well, that's your
1: daughter's thing. favorite socks.
2: I got a feeling.
0: Sick. I can't like, you know, really black rock head, it like I want to.
2: Yeah. She loved it. Mm-hmm. All right. So on to bad news. Forte and Langford are splitting uh, snaps almost directly uh, down the middle. Forte had 38 snaps to Langford's 31. Langford got the goal line work. So he scored the touchdown, but Forte had more touches. It's literally just completely up to coaching as to what happens. There's a possibility that they were easing Forte in. Um, but really, the touchdown Maybe. is the only difference. They both had exactly 53 yards.
1: Um, <laughs> but and then I Langford
2: won't... dropped passes and almost caused an interception.
1: Wait, Forte had
2: 38 yards or 38 touches? No. No,
1: 38,
2: 38 touches. Snaps. Or snaps, I'm sorry. Okay, 38 snaps, I'm sorry. Not yeah, touches. Oh my gosh. Yeah, easing a minute, 38 touches. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> no, 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 no. He uh... played 38 snaps to Langford's 31. Okay. So actual time in the game was split. Got you, Okay. Um they both had fifty-three yards, but Langford had the touchdown. That was the difference. Um and Langford was not good in the passing game. Well that's Forte's
1: specialty, is the passing game. So it was Langford's while Forte was out too. Yeah. Well, but now Forte's back. Now we're having some performance anxiety. anxiety yeah that's either
2: way it. you know against san francisco they give up the fifth most points to running backs they have gotten better but you may be able to play both of them i don't yeah. think they're bad either option it's like a especially as a flex they're great flex maybe running back two. i don't know alshon jeffrey you start him all the time 11 or more targets in all but one game he's played this season love him kevin white is back at practice speaking of craziness uh, so he might actually play a game, but you know that John Fox doesn't like rookies. So. No, don't even that. Yeah. Um, this one's a head stretcher, though. Martellus Bennett is probable, um, but prior to his departure, he was losing catches to Zach Miller anyway on a weekly basis. I'm not quite sure how I feel about this. It's a bad matchup. I don't know if I'd start either of them, but just to be clear, Miller has scored four touchdowns in the last four weeks. And I don't think the um, Bears defense will kill it because they're a little eh. And then Gabbert doesn't turn over the ball the way that Kaepernick did, but I think they're good for six points and they're not going to get negative points. So it depends on where you are with your league. So there you have it. Thank you, Brandon. Jacksonville
0: Jaguars, four and seven, the Tennessee, Tennessee Titans, two and nine.
1: So maybe the worst thing I saw was Alan Hearns being taken off the field. Oh my god. That's, that's been like my consistent core player all season. That was so consistent for a touchdown for me. Ugh. He's like sacrificed his body for this team. He really has, He, yeah. you know, and hopefully he's going to be recovery. It's a concussion. He's day to day. It's still up in the year for his status, whether he's going to play the Titans or not. I don't know. Mark Keasley would get the start in Hearn's place if he doesn't play you know, but Lee has missed the last six out of the eight games, so he's not exactly a healthy buck oh, himself. So I don't think you can even remotely count on this. But what I will say is that Julius Thomas benefits by Hearns being out. Yeah. So if, if you if you have Julius Thomas, you're thinking about playing Julius Thomas, make sure that you're checking to see Alan Hearn's status because Thomas ended the game with nine catches for 116 yards and a touchdown. It was a great game for him. And, again, part of that is because that touchdown usually would go to Alan Hearns, and instead it went to Julius Thomas. So he's going to benefit. Make sure you definitely are checking Hearns' status for Julius Thomas owners. TJ Yellen, another subpar performance as we expected, 36 yards off nine touches, four catches, 46. Just, you know, standard okay stuff. He's always good to get you around six to eight points. He's a flex kind of guy. You can't really even start him in an RB2 role, honestly. You can't do it. Um, it is what it is. But what is interesting is Blake Bortles, guys. He leads the NFL of, with 50 completions for passes that were 20 yards or more, while at the Jaguars wide receiver Allen Robinson, the other Allen, the other half of the Allen brothers, uh, oh. he is also top of the NFL with 21 catches for these 21 yards or over. These are the two guys that you like to stack together, and, and they're magic. So whether you know, the Jags are winning or not, you don't care. They're fantastic together. He's also good, He's also the kind of guy to get you the balls with Hearn's out. So, and Jason Myers, the kicker, he was limited in practice as well. So check to make sure his status. I don't think anyone's playing Myers. He <laughs> shouldn't be, but <laughs> you, you never know. People are streaming kickers. Weird things have happened. Make sure he's playing if you're gonna start him. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have strong feelings. You like Casey inspiring. Keenum? He's just like a uh-huh. love.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the Titans, let's see here. They did just about what I said they were going to do. You start Delaney Walker, of course. Ooh. He had six receptions for 91 yards. Uh, week before against the Jags, he had eight receptions for 109 yards. Uh, he's a sixth tight end in fantasy points. And with two of them as questionable this week, um, he continues to be a mustard. So no questions there. Marcus Mariota had over 19 fantasy points. Not bad. Better than Cam Newton, Carson Palmer, Brian Hoyer, and Aaron Rodgers, among other quarterbacks with great, good matchups. So, he may have a similar game this week. He had 18.14 fantasy points against the Jags two weeks ago. So, it's kind of where we're at. Another 18, 19 points. Um, <clears throat> as for our receivers, you know, it goes Kendall Wright, Harry Douglas, then Green Beckham, And that is how it's going to always work. Um, it's a decent matchup, but play them at your own risk. You know, if you know, obviously I wouldn't, like, stretch for these guys. Um, so that's all I have to say about that. Um, I can never predict a Titans running game. I just can't anymore. I'm over it. <coughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah, I mean, Andrews was outscored last week by Jolston Fowler, whoever that guy is. I mean, he only got like five yards, but he found the end zone, which is more than you can say about Andrews. So, listen, it's it's playoff time. I just don't feel confident in these guys. I wouldn't do it. <clears throat> and if Alan Hearns is out, I would stream the Tennessee Titans defense for sure. They had nine fantasy points against the Jags two weeks ago um, with four sacks, one interception, and one fumble recovery. So Tennessee Titans is definitely a legit um, defense two stream as are the Jacksonville Jaguars, so I think they're Great. both going to get pressure and turnovers. Um, so there's that. Houston Texans six and five, the Buffalo Bills five and six. Ugh,
2: I'm so angry with the Houston Texans after blowing it against the New Orleans Saints, and the New Orleans Saints were still not a good defense. No. it was unbelievable. And you know what it was is that they they almost did it like a practice. They started doing wildcat and like weird kind of like like philadelphia Ooh. even weirder I no, no, got no. Chip kelly hated there we go yeah oh no i'm i'm so excited <laughs> for the chip kelly hate Uh but yeah i i don't understand he had his worst game of the year against new orleans brian hoyer did okay um I, you know, I, I don't know what to say about him. I mean, you're probably not starting him. You don't care. Buffalo's not really a tough defense. It's
1: even that, like, up. his worst game. he still got, I think, 14 points or something, right? What's yeah, that? yeah. He Four didn't, like, all. bomb. But who, who the, the hell Kate gets Manning? 14
0: points against New Orleans? I get it right. It's a new defensive coordinator, and, like, things happen. But who the hell gets 14 points? You People can't trust who me, no. not exactly like a clutch quarterback
1: that you're going to depend It doesn't on- matter.
0: I play Kirk Cousins <laughs> against New Orleans. You don't yeah. have to clutch to play against New Orleans. The
1: whole point it's, it's, of starting I, a quarterback against New Orleans. What season have we come to that we are debating Kirk Cousins and Brian Hoyer? It's back. Twenty fifteen, so, baby. But like where we are worst Cousins or.
2: over Hoyer. This, this is want to say. Gonna say. I, I actually no Brian Hoyer has been unbelievably consistent. Seventeen or more fantasy points in every single game that he completed as the undisputed starter, up until he played New Orleans. It was bizarre. DeAndre Hopkins only got eight points. Yeah, you know, where where do we go from here? You know, it just it's like what happened, what happened, and this is also where sometimes the the best call doesn't always work out. There was no reason to bench either of them, zero reason. You cannot feel bad about it, but it does make me gun shy about wanting to start them. Well, I'm always starting DeAndre Hopkins, but Hoyer, I don't know. Alfred Blue did all right though, 77 rushing yards and a touchdown and one catch for four yards. You know, that's what it is. But um, he's questionable with a back injury. was limited in practice today. Um, every team that's played against the Bills has one guy with 10 or more fantasy points in standard scoring, except for the Colts in week one and the Dolphins in week three. But then the <coughs> Dolphins played them again in week nine, and B- Miller scored 26.1 yeah. points against them. So, listen, you can run against the Bills. And so Alfred Blue, oddly enough, is the guy I would stream from
1: this offense. That's weird, if he but- doesn't play, would you go Grimes? Yes. All right. I was, I was going to say yes, too, actually. Yeah. yeah. But I wouldn't.
2: I, I think this is a good matchup. Um, Cecil Shorts and Nate Washington, you know, they're involved with the game. Um, Shorts is more upside. He's just, the, the, you know, he's doing all those wild, catty, weird things that they're doing. I don't understand it. Anyway, um, remember when I said Ryan Griffin's name? Yeah, he had a huge game. Four caught four of his five targets for 72 yards and a touchdown. Um, This is a bad matchup, but in really large leagues where you need like a touchdown upside and the Houston's defense is killing it since week six. They've only had one game under eight points in standard scoring. So check them out against the bills. Perfect
1: bills. Well, Sammy Watkins, that was a good call, Brandon, when we were gone. Well, Harlan didn't have a terrible game either, but but I felt really bad. I was like, I hope he did not listen to me. Sammy went off. <laughs> Sammy Hawkins had all in of the them first half. A terrible game. But you know what yeah. I loved about it? it only was, in the first half. I hate Sammy. only first half. But you know what? it was classic Sammy. It was deep ball passes to Sammy breaking off, beating a corner. I loved it. Graham was only one half, so that was a little discouraging. But you know he still had six catches for 158 yards and two touchdowns. You no. got to feel good about that. He, he's got I too can. much. He's got too much upside to bench. He does, you know, and unfortunately, it's not a great matchup because the Texans give up the eighth-fewest points to wide receivers, but we're not looking at shutdown corner situations, and that's where Sammy fails is when there's a shutdown corner. Yes. So it's it's a good defense, but it's there's not this fantastic corner that we need to be worried about. So I'm still okay with Sammy this week. Tyra Taylor, he went 21 for 38, 200, sorry, 291 yards. Um, he also rushed for 46, which is what's great about Tyra is that he can run the ball. You know Kansas City, they get the 12 points of quarterbacks, which is you know, it's a middle-of-the-pack defense for the most part. Nothing to be too scared about. So there's potential there for Taylor. Carlos Williams, he hurt his shoulder. His status is up in the air whether he's going to play. But honestly, I'm not sure he's going to get much playing time anyway because the shot's been running well. Mm-hmm. He's run for 514 yards the last six games. It's over. It's, it's over. It's, 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 it's Shady's team at this point. Carlos Williams is fantastic in the, the season, but they're not going to turn to Carlos. And I don't think they're going to risk pull, putting him in early for a shoulder when, when Shady's running the way he is. They're just not going to. But the good news is, you can feel good about Shady, and you don't have to worry about potentially vulturing touchdowns with Carlos Williams. Because for a while there, he was getting the goal line looks. So you can feel good about Shady's going to be able to score well. So I like him a lot this week. Right. Baltimore
0: Ravens, Miami Dolphins.
1: Ooh, Matt Schaub. Hot, hot.
2: <laughs> just kidding! It was fourteen points. No, i Did you just laugh out loud with the pick six? Were you like loved oh, it? That shop? Oh my gosh! I just I would cry for him at night. It just it's I, you something. Only cry he got got you He got the
0: W. He got the
2: W. He got the w. Because there's, of the blocked kick disaster zone. doesn't matter. Yes.
1: He got the W. Okay, there okay. are worse back of quarterbacks in the matchup. I can't believe I'm saying Certainly. this. Certainly. Like, I've been such a hater of him for years. I can't believe I'm defending him. But There's Matt Castle. There's, there's, wor- <laughs> there's well, Brandon Whedon. E.J. Yeah, e. Manuel.
2: E.J. Uh, e. Manuel I mean, went over 20 points when he's Yeah, E.J. He like e. Manuel was yeah, pretty good. I take him. Which, uh, talent-wise is shocking, but yeah. that's the reality. Yeah. So anyway, they worked out Ryan Mallet. Yeah, I hate this. I hate this. It, it's okay. It's just because they, they need a backup. They I know. They don't need a backup to the backup.
1: But he brings bad energy.
2: Of course he does. Anyway, yeah. R- Ryan Mallet. Uh, Kamar Aiken is one of my <laughs> favorite pickers, pickups of the year. I have him in a ton of leagues. His workload is crazy. Last week, 10 targets. He caught six of them for 80 yards and a touchdown. Two back-to-back weeks with a touchdown and. Is another good matchup this week against the Miami Dolphins and Javorius Buck Allen. Only twelve carries, but he went for fifty-five yards and caught all four of his or um, all of his targets for twenty-nine yards and a touchdown. Great matchup, must play. He's it. the workhorse. You know why not? Chris Givens only had one catch for forty-eight yards. That's who he is, deep ball guy. And Terrence West sighting seven carries for thirty-seven yards in his re- revenge game. I was going to say it was a revenge game. That's only why. Yeah. They were yeah. like, oh, we'll do some again." Crockett oh. Gilmore wasn't involved as much as I thought he would be. I was a little surprised by that. Only three catches for 20 yards. He could bounce back, but I don't know. I'm waiting for that one. Baltimore defense could be a good play. Why? Um, back-to-back double-digit performances with multiple sacks and or interceptions. And uh, since week eight, the opposing defenses have scored seven or more f- fantasy points on Miami. Mm.
0: Ashley and I are in um, a Yahoo league with Brad Evans from Yahoo, and it's a 16 man two quarterback league. And That's brutal. So I have Ryan Tannehill as one of my quarterbacks, and I wanted to pick up Baltimore's defense. Ashley, you should go pick him up um, to stream this week. But I was like, I cannot play Baltimore against Tannehill. my quarterback and Jarvis Landry. I'm just asking for it, so I didn't do it, but. If you can do it, you guys, you should totally pick up Baltimore's defense. Like, yeah, more. So I was right and wrong with my analyst, or, um, analysis or analysis uh, analysis. Thank you of uh, the welcome. Dolphins last week. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, and trust me, I am heavily heavily invested in the Dolphins. I cannot tell you I, since since drafting, <laughs> I've got at least one of them on my teams. I can't believe it. I, mean, I might make the playoffs and all of them. Um, it's crazy. Um, but I told you, if you could afford to bench Lamar Miller last week, you should. I hope you did because that was wow. bad. It's really um, It's the same this week, you guys. I don't know. Since Jay Ajayi came back, it's not like Ajayi is doing anything. But no, that
1: pressure yeah. for
0: Miller is just like too much, and like taking away few too like a few too many touches.
1: But this is the is way really he was.
0: affecting his.
2: His, like, groove. He needs 20 more catches need, or touches. He, or he needs seven. at
0: least 18, and they're giving him, like, 15. And it's just, like, he's not he's not getting out there enough to do his thing. And so he's just not doing his thing. And Baltimore gives up the sixth fewest fantasy points to running backs. Yep. So, again, you guys, I would bench him this week if
1: you can afford yeah. to. He's a um, psyche guy. Like, remember a couple seasons ago when everyone's like, oh, Lamar Miller, Lamar Miller. And he wouldn't always underperform. And it's because he was in – competition for the role He was doing yeah, was so no well shot. at the beginning of the season because it was his just him. It was just well he his, wasn't
0: doing like, good at the beginning of the season, but the second that the intern coach came, it was like they started giving him touches. He started he touches and he, and he just giving he, more touches, he like blew up. Right. But now with the Jahi back, they're not giving him quite as many touches, um, quite as many targets in the air. And it's just really messing with him He's a rhythm so. guy. He's a rhythm guy. He's got to get and it's rhythm, been tough matchups. Just... So you guys you just can't this is another tough matchup for him, so don't do it. No. I'll swear if you can. Um, I was wrong about Ryan Tannehill. He had 351 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception, but 22 fantasy points. I think you can start him this week, you guys. I'm telling you, I really do think you can start him. Uh, I do. I know it's crazy. I know it's nuts, So
1: This <laughs> self-loathing thing I would have if I didn't get in the playoffs because of Ryan Tannehill is – too much think of all those well, people who started Brian Hoyer last week,
0: too. You know that there's millions
2: of people started Brian. Horner. New Orleans Saints, you gotta do Brian Hoyer. You
0: know, um, and I said I did not think he was gonna have a monster game like everybody else has had. But I we think all, gonna yeah, We points. all said that. We didn't think fourteen, but but yeah, I mean, but Baltimore gives up the second most fantasy points to quarterbacks.
2: Oh yeah, no, it's a great matchup. So
0: it's a fantastic matchup. You know, if you add up McCallan and Davis from last week. From last Monday night, they would have 21 fantasy points. Um, and if 21 fantasy points is enough for you, should be, then should be. you should take the risk, I think. I mean, I know it's scary, but I think it's worth taking the risk. All right. You may have convinced yeah. me. I'm telling you. Uh, Jarvis Landry did just fine with Rivas on the sideline. That was nice. He yeah, had 16, 13, yeah. 13 <laughs> receptions, 165 yards, and a touchdown. Thank you, Rivas. I appreciate you not playing because, again, highly invested.
2: In he's probably not going to play this week either. Odell Beckham Jr. is going to blow up.
0: Blow up, okay. you guys. Like, you just, like, hold on yeah. to Odell Beckham Jr. Seriously. Um, he's a must-start against a weak secondary that gives up 30 fantasy points to receivers from Cleveland. <laughs> I thought there was only one receiver on Cleveland, so it's crazy. Um, please, start him. <laughs> um, Rashard Matthews is still sidelined um, this week, so – if he does not start, it is Devonte Parker, you guys. He had 10 targets last week and found the end zone for the first time this season. Again, scary, scary pick, but this is the best matchup to play him. So if you had a receiver go down or you have a really bad wide receiver three or flex, with 10 targets, you know, there's worse options out there. Cincinnati Bengals 9-2 and two at the Cleveland
1: Browns. The Browns are really bad, guys.
2: No. Really Defense
1: bad. Is, is bad. So I'm, I'm going to run through it because my write up is so short for the Bengals. Because what's the point of writing anything up on this? So the Browns give up the sixth most points to quarterbacks, the sixth most points to running backs, the sixth most points to wide receivers. Are you seeing a trend here? 15th most to tight ends, 13th most to kickers. And again, that little six number, six fewest out back, though, to defenses because their offense throw, 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 throw. They're great offense. So. I mean, here's the deal. Yeah, here's the deal. It's – got to play them all. But Nard and Jeremy Hill, they continue to split the carries, and I can't get into it because I I literally cannot mentally at this time of night have the capacity to still understand what in the world the offensive coordinator for the Bengals is thinking. I'm over it. We're in playoffs. I need to move (laughs) forward. But Hill did suffer an ankle injury in last week's game against the Rams. So he does – he said that he's okay. He's still questionable. He probably will play. But, you know, again, they give the six most points to running backs. I think both of them could have a good game. I yeah, think you I could too. play both of them, honestly. Usually with committees, we tell you to stay away from them. But they're such different runners. You, you can kind of get away with playing with both. And usually I tell you to stay away from Hill because Bernard is the fourth quarter guy. He's the more consistent of them. But I do, you know, I think Hill could have a good game. Andy Dalton. Balls into the end zone. He, he does. Literally, they're like, let me give you the little gift on the one-yard line so you can just run it in, even if they haven't done anything else the rest of the game. I told you I was going to be better. We're moving on. We're moving on. Uh, Andy Dalton. I love him. Per usual, Three touchdowns. It's nice. like clockwork for him. I love it. 20 of 27, hundred 20 thirty-three to yards. Another great game. Those over the Rams who, you know, allegedly have a decent defense. They've been kind of fallen off recently. But Eifert, another touchdown, 12th of the year. He's fantastic. You've got to play him. He may not, again, like we said, he doesn't get the yards. But you shouldn't care because he always gets the touchdown. It doesn't matter play him a.j. green he came back in their big game two touchdowns he had 61 yards you're playing him you're playing everybody guys it's a great matchup you're literally playing everyone love it well you guys um austin davis is
2: the new quarterback for the cleveland browns now that Josh McCown has broken his
1: clavicle and once again coach mike Petton hates johnny manzel he, he, did did say, the, he did say it's week to week, you know, and I'm like, oh, you're so PC uh, right now, Patton. You're so PC.
2: It's only week to week because the owners might come down and just strangle him.
1: They might, uh... <laughs> well, how, did they, how did they word it earlier? We're happy to help when they when they yeah. mandated that they play Menzel. We're happy to help. Uh, Patton said, Austin
2: took advantage of his opportunity on Monday night. He was prepared, played well, and put us in the position to win. And all I could think of was... Unlike Johnny Menzel, kind of like when you read your fortune (laughs) and at the end, you add in bed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Unlike Johnny after everything that he said. Unlike Johnny, unlike Johnny. Um, Listen, he could throw the ball. He had a decent game. Uh, I actually don't think this is a big downgrade from Josh McCown for Gary Barnage for Travis Benjamin. I think that if you are in the type of um, situation where you've been using those players, I think you can still use them. I don't feel bad about them moving forward as far as Brian Hartline's concerned, you know, eight catches for 70 some yards. You can't really argue with that. So I'm okay with that. I think that what you need to do is just kind of realize you're swinging for the fences because you're playing at Cleveland Brown and absorb that and move forward. You know, <laughs> sometimes
1: and you have to swing for the fences right now trying to make a playoffs. So yeah,
2: listen, awesome. this is not a good matchup for anyone, but who cares? You know, I mean, they have the fifth fewest quarterbacks, 10th fewest to running backs, 12th fewest of wide receivers, 11th fewest of tight ends. But you know if you've Gary Barnes, you have to start him. Especially sure. with all these injuries. So there you have it. And there's not much to analyze, you guys, other than um, Isaiah Curwell has um, yet to put up more than a point mm-hmm. uh, in back-to-back <laughs> games. And Duke Johnson uh, is more productive, but only in week two did he get more than 10 carries in a game. And can't handle them.
0: They're the best. All right, Kansas City Chiefs six and five with the Oakland Raiders five and six.
2: Brandon. Okay, so the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, well, let's talk about this real quick. So Travis Kelsey, um, sorry. Oh yeah, Alex Smith hasn't thrown an interception since week three.
1: Really? Oh wow. How crazy is that? It's, That's it's why they're winning It's hard throw
0: though. an interception when you're only throwing ten yards.
1: He yeah. throws more than ten yards. He has been better
2: this year. Yeah, yeah. barely. Um, okay, so Oakland gives up. I believe it's the fourth <laughs> most um, yards per game to uh, quarterbacks passing, but they give up actually sixteenth like most uh, yards per, per attempt, which means perfect for the checkdown. It is perfect for the checkdown. I think this might be a decent Alex Smith game. So, um, and he created this connection with Macklin last week that finally exploded, which actually just ticked me off. Frankly, it's me too. He's on my finally. bench. I lost her mom because <laughs> finally, I say no more, Macklin. I believe in you, but I just can't do this anymore. What does he do? He catches nine yards at a touchdown. I lost my mind. I was like, oh, no. he only had three catches in every single game since week five. So annoying. <laughs> so annoying. Just, mm. um, but you know, hey, everyone in that offense went off. Um, and Charkandrick West
1: is coming back. He's questionable. He's probably going to Yeah,
2: good. but he's practicing in full.
1: <laughs> so. But, yeah, it's
2: fine. I think they're probably going to go back to Charkandrick West. But Spencer well, Ware did really, really well. So uh, I don't know. But I think if you have Kendrick West, you can't put him on your bench.
1: No. Especially
2: against the Raiders. I just, you can't do that. So Travis Kelsey had a touchdown last week, woo, which was his first since week three. Um, yeah. It, you know, listen, this is a good matchup. Keep your fingers crossed. Go for it. Oakland gives up a ton of points to, to tight ends. So I'm staying away from the defense though, because I'm a Derek Carr believer.
1: There I'm a believer too, Brandon. We told you he was going to bounce back. Yeah. And he yeah. Did One expected. bad game guys. One, One bad, bad, bad game. game. Don't, Don't freak, freak out. out. He's been good all season. Yeah. And they freak out. Twenty-four of thirty-seven passes, over three hundred yards, guys, three hundred thirty yards, and three touchdowns. Don't panic. Let's give me the same thing. On paper, this does not look great. Ninth fewest points of quarterbacks. I don't care. You're playing a It's Derek Carr, guys. He's done great all season. Do it. Amari Cooper. He's been hot and cold all season. He had seven catches on twelve targets for one hundred fifteen yards. So this was an up week against the Titans. Now the probably is going to have an even bigger game because Carr. sorry, he would have had a bigger game, but Carr was really spreading the ball around, such as with even Seth Roberts who had six catches for 113 yards and two touchdowns. You know, the chiefs do not defend the pass Well, this is where they really struggle. You have the second most points to wide receivers. So that's going to even out that bad matchup on paper for Derek Carr. So I like that. I like all of them this week. I think you could possibly even go with Seth Roberts and Daly. I know that sounds a little crazy, but I think they could all have a really big game. I love it, Latavius Murray. Awesome. You know, he's per usual. Is just is what it is. 57, some sixty yards. You're gonna get six points. That's what you're gonna Pedestrian. get. Flex only people. Flex only.
0: Sam, uh, Denver Broncos nine and two. The San Diego Chargers three and eight. What a win last week.
2: Oh,
0: oh that was crazy. <laughs> and as a Broncos fan, I just want to let you all know I did cry. Totally cried as I was jumping up and down, screaming, grabbing my husband <laughs> in the air. I had tears. Are you a little surprised that he
1: actually posted a picture of him riding, riding a, a bronco. bronco? I was almost like, there's no way he posted that. Someone must have had Well, that he's like, now. so he, I guess he's like really new to
0: social media. And so I don't, you know, he's probably just kind of stupid about it,
1: obviously. But and I do yeah. love the Broncos, then like, showed him like bucked off the Bronco. I mean, it's just like, it's kind of a, <laughs> yeah. fun, it was a funny social media back and forth. I was just kind of like, "Wow, bold, bold to put that before the game, Brady." Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, but anyways, a few notes we took away from the game: the Broncos found their running game. That was exciting. They're yeah. still legit with half of their team out. And those late night text messages between Brock and Sanders clearly meant something to the both of them because Netflix and chill strong connection. It's a strong connection there. First off, I know that this is a good matchup for Brock, but I am not doing it unless you run in a quarterback. Lee, you guys, he had 207 yards, one touchdown, one interception, and that is with 42 attempts. That's a lot of throwing yeah, lot for of him. No, yeah, um, no. So it's no go, guys. <laughs> um, San Diego is the absolute worst against the run. So, all right, you guys, the running game got their groove last week. They're feeling confident. You can start both Hillman and Anderson. Uh, Anderson had 113 yards and two touchdowns. Hillman had 59 yards and a touchdown. Guys, both of them are, I think, are going to share the ball, and I think they're both going to profit from it. So, um, I'm into it. Um, I know that this says that San Diego is tough against wide receivers, but when you actually look at who they faced against, if it's a strong passing game team like Cincinnati, whatever, New England, it's like they, they they let plenty of fantasy points go. Okay, so I'm not too concerned. And I have a feeling this week that Brock and Demarius Thomas are going to work really hard together. Um, I have a feeling Demarius is going to stay up late sending him text messages because Demarius had his
1: worst game last week. I mean, it was it was it was so, it was so, so painful. I, <coughs> Never have I ever his classy response of not saying you know, anything bad about Demarius. I know
0: he's a, yeah, so sweet. I was like, there were people on Twitter being like, cut? Demarius Thomas. <laughs> well, listen, I I had him on my team, and I was shouting at this team or at the TV, being like, "Stop throwing to Demarius! Stop throwing to Demarius! I Don't he
2: was abandon
0: the run! Receptions. Don't abandon the run!" And, and yeah. you know, and we're talking about Denver Broncos here, so that was crazy, but it was true. It's just you know, it is what it is. And again, there was weather. There's not going to be weather this week, but you know, listen. I think Demaris is going to bounce back this week. Do I think he might have more fantasy points than
1: Sanders? Maybe not. Maybe I not. Think but I think he's going to have a huge game this
0: week. I, think, I really hard. think they're going to have some serious work going on between the two of them. So I'm
1: not concerned about
0: Demaryius. They are going to run a lot, but I think that they're going to have big – because they're going to be running a lot, their passing is going to be big plays. So, big fantasy points and short amount of receptions is my feeling. Um, I like Denver's defense. Of course, the Chargers give up the eighth most fantasy points defense is defenses. As for the Chargers, um, I will start with the defense. Since I ended with the defense, we usually like defenses against the Denver Broncos. It's usually really good. The Chargers are really bad. Um, so, you're just not going to do that. You just can't. Um 100. Antonio Gates came back last week. Hey-oh, 53 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, If the Chargers can get down the field against Denver, I do think they're going to target Gates in the end zone again. Um, The Broncos do give up the 14th most fantasy points to tight ends, so Gates is a viable option. Phillip Rivers is listed as probable with an ankle issue, but will play on Sunday. He threw for 300 yards, four touchdowns, and zero interceptions last week. The Jaguars are not the Denver Broncos. So, you know, don't do that. But the Denver Broncos and San Diego Chargers have a weird relationship, and I think this game is going to be kind of grossly close. I agree. And it could be some serious junk points if it's not. So I'm not against Phillip Rivers. Not. But with that said, the Denver gives up the fewest amount amount of fantasy points to quarterbacks, only allowing two quarterbacks to score over 20 fantasy points this year, and that was Brady and Luck. Two guys that have kind of a rivalry with the Broncos. Yeah. And so does Rivers. Just saying. Stevie Johnson is the perfect wide receiver three-flex guy. He had seven receptions in each of his last three games. Um, but he's only found the end zone once since week two. So that's yes. not great. But in PPR, it's okay. It's okay. Don't love Inman this week against the Broncos. to give up the few small fancy points to wide receivers. And I will continue to not love either running back for San Diego Chargers so they figure that offensive line. Um, Denver is in the middle of the pack for wide against you know, wider or running backs, excuse me, but it's week 13 when you get in the playoffs, and I don't trust either one of them. Philadelphia Eagles, four and seven against the New England Patriots. Oh, Joe Kelly, I love you. <laughs> He's the best. Oh. Uh, no one on this team can be trusted. You guys, I say it every single week. I would like to say it because this is a nice matchup. You, you know, you might have a good game with this guy named Jordan Matthews, um, who had a great game last week, but you he can't. He's never. He hasn't had a back-to-back good game since week one and two, so it's done. Um, I would like to say that Murray should do well since the Broncos ran all over the Patriots last week. but He's had seven points and three points in week 11 and, and 12, so that's a bummer. Oh, and Sam Bradford is expected to play, but who cares? He's only had one game over 18 fantasy points and four games under 10 fantasy points. Sucks. And, you know, you can't play a defense against the Patriots, especially defense that's been a negative point the last two
1: weeks. I'm excited yeah. to see Belichick completely outmastermind <clears throat> the alleged mastermind of Chip Kelly. Because <clears throat> I think that's what's going to happen here. I think it's going to be ugly.
2: Yeah. Well, Rob Gronkowski was the big news for the Patriots uh, this week. He is not going to return this week they're listing him as questionable, but it sounds like it's going to be multiple week injury. He says, he's not going to come back until he's fully recovered. He has a bruised knee. Scott Chandler will take his place and everyone's calling him like the chalk. And by the way, when we say it, sometimes I should explain these things. So a chalk play means that like everyone's playing him. He's a deal. He's a steal, whatever. Um, I, you know, Philadelphia, that's the only thing they're good at defending is the tight ends. They have the second fewest points to tight ends. So if everyone else is playing them and you're playing daily, I think there are other options that you could have instead. So I'm not playing him personally. Uh, Philadelphia is so bad that you can start Brady even though he has no weapons. Uh, supposedly Dan- Danny Amendola is optimistic that he'll come back, but he's still limited at practice. He was out last week with a knee injury, but before that he caught nine passes for 117 yards. LaFell just can't get it together. I don't, I don't know what else to yeah. say. Um, he only has one game of over 66 yards uh, and or more than four catches. No touchdowns. Uh, Keyshawn Martin is someone that I might actually, if I'm going to really go out there, because listen, Philadelphia gives up the most points to wide receivers. You can, Someone is going to score. I think Keyshawn Martin, they might try to work him in against this really bad defense. It's a possible thing.
1: That it would be something do. Belichick would do.
2: Yeah. Well, because they need him to get confidence off if they're going to make this big run into the playoffs without Julian Edelman. It's a perfect game. And if they're not going to have Rob Gronkowski, someone's got to step up, and clearly Brandon LaFell can't do it. He just can't do it. So I think that there's a possibility that he'll have a big game. This is totally speculatory, and this is all just about thinking. Um, After two disappointing weeks, though, I still think I have to go with Blunt. Why? Because Bolden hasn't had over four carries in a game yet, and James White only had one big week and then no other games over four points. But there's a possibility all of them run in that second half because as far as I'm concerned, this should be big in the first half for them. Um and those for you in really really deep leagues wide receiver Chris Harper was cut. So even though they don't have any wide receivers, they still cut this guy. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> How bad do you feel as him? Like literally you've lost every week they're like we're still going to let you go. We're still letting you go. We're wow. Um and start the Patriots defense. Period.
0: All right. Carolina Panthers 11 and 0, the
2: New Orleans Saints 4 and 7. All right, so don't get it twisted, okay? Houston took the week off. They decided to treat New Orleans like a bye week the way that other people treat San Francisco. They were able to play around, have practice, run wildcats, or whatever. Carolina has no interest in this. They have Cam Newton. It's going to be a killer game, a divisional game. Don't worry about it. New Orleans gives up the absolute most points to quarterbacks and the absolute most points to tight ends. I want everything to do with Cam Newton and Greg Olson. They don't have any wide receivers. Just block it out.
1: Block it out. Devin happen. Funches has come on the back end of the season. Yeah.
2: Not if you look at his numbers, no. Come on. He's got he a, a score. Touchdowns. No. touchdowns. A touchdown. Let me check that, but I'm 98% sure. Um, yeah, I, you know, listen, I, I I don't have a problem with the wide receivers. Okay, no, he scored two. Um but it just is too inconsistent for me. I, I just—I don't think—I don't think they're going to do that because I think it's just going to be the Greg Olson show. And then I also think it's going to be the Jonathan Stewart show. They don't know how to not give him twenty-one carries. Yeah, it's a magic number for them. So you—you you just have to hold on to it. And I think this time he'll make it into the end zone. And that's why he's kind of been eh with the—the the points is because sometimes he scores, sometimes he doesn't, et cetera. But I feel good about it. And, and then I'm—you know. Drew Brees is at home, so I'm very torn about this I, I because he plays so much better at home. Than, you know. But Carolina is such a good defense, so if you need to oh, play screw Carolina, that. I wouldn't bench him. Yeah, screw that. I mean, don't bench them, but I don't know if Drew, I'm like – Drew Brees is going out. down this week. I'm playing him. There you
0: go. You're playing Drew Brees against Carolina? Oh. No, 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 no. I'm not. Oh, you. you're playing Carolina's defense. No, I'm playing defense, Carolina so. defense. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I'm I, just saying – I, I, I think I have him ranked – they have him ranked third this week. I'm not sure, but hi. Who cares? I don't care. Drew Brees is in in La
1: La Land. He's not. He's, no, the defense I fully, I fully agree with Brand's analysis. And again, like I wouldn't play the wide receivers either because when you give up that much points to the tight ends, he's going to be going Greg Olson. But the only thing, I, the Jonathan Stewart, I'm like, because if they give up, they give the most points up to quarterbacks too. I can see Cam running in for a lot of touchdowns.
2: Oh, yeah. Actually, you know who I think might run in touchdowns?
1: Mike Tolbert. Tolbert might do it, too. Yeah, they may. It's it, it, what it, he does.
2: You guys, I think this game is
1: going to be 44 to
0: 12. And I think that I think <laughs> that it's going to be nuts. I think everybody's going to have a touchdown. It's like, you get a touchdown. You get a touchdown. You get a touchdown. It's going to be crazy in Carolina.
2: Well, My, I mean, the yeah. last time they played, though, let's just be, let's be real here. Uh, you know, Jonathan Stewart only scored five fantasy points in standard scoring.
1: What week was this?
2: This was in week three, but Cam Newton scored 29.9.
1: Right. Let's talk Cam. That's what I'm saying. I think Cam will be the one to score the touchdowns. He'll run that in. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And by the way, Greg Olson had two touchdowns that week.
1: Yeah. yeah. Money. Money. Okay. Let's get into hey, was- the Saints. Yeah. I don't have a whole lot to say. I was like, Here's the deal. I don't love anyone in this team this week. The Panthers fall into, you know, some of the best in each of the categories. So it's not a good matchup for anyone. The Panthers are legit. And Drew Brees is coming off a game in which he had a forty-five game streak of scored a to touchdown and he didn't throw a passing touchdown. This is the first time him and Sean Payton as a coaching and quarterback unit have not had a touchdown in a game. So that either means he's going to blow up and have a great game, which is not likely against a very stout Panthers defense. I do. It is more likely because they're at home, but I mean, and he only completed 25 of 44 passes for 228 yards. It's just not good. You know, it's if I had to play anyone from this team, it would be Ingram because he is the best matchup. But even then the Panthers give up the 13 fewest points. So it's, yeah, Talk about bad timing if you have any Saints players. I own Ingram, and I'm upset. But if you're a Drew Brees owner, like, this, I feel like this is like last season when I told you to bench Peyton Manning, which I know sounds like a totally feasible this year with how bad Peyton has been. But last year, he was fantastic, and I was like, don't play him. I feel like this is a Drew Brees don't play him situation, which is going to seem ah. weird to you. But... Sorry. It's
0: life. All right, Sunday night game, Indianapolis Colts 6-5. and five. It's Pittsburgh Steelers 6-5. and five. Matt
1: Hasselbeck. (laughs) Put on your
2: bragging pants. I will.
1: I will. Thank you. He threw for 315 yards. That even surprised me, and two touchdowns, which was, you know, I love it. And what's even better is that him and Ty Hilton have finally started to connect together, which is really good news for Ty Hilton owners. You know, he had what six catches for 95 yards, and he scored twice. It it just it looked good. It felt good. It wasn't like freak plays. It, It was. It was executed well so this is what I like about it. this is fantastic news you don't have to be worried and even Dante Moncrief he had eight pass for 114 yards so sometimes a backup comes in and again talk about a fantastic backup to have on your team Matt Hasselbeck I'll take that for mm-hmm. sure um, you don't have to be worried he's your receiver's gonna be fine don't sit there and think oh well Andrew Luck's not in I'm not gonna play them you still play them still do it um, you know they give up the fourth most points to wide receivers. The Steelers do, so this is a great matchup for them as well. So definitely roll out with them. Now, Ahmad Bradshaw, he was put on IR on Monday. This is this is not good news. If you were an Ahmad Bradshaw owner, Granted, Ahmad Bradshaw just joined the team no week, recently. week. <laughs> um, but there's people that they're so hot on that waiver wire. They I know. I up. thought
0: for sure he's gonna be like a sneaky play towards the playoffs.
1: Well, they were starting to lean heavier to him versus Gore. Yeah. Now, Gore is a little beat up, according to you know, Pagano. Yeah. He says that he's beat up, and that's partly why they signed Bradshaw, partly why Bradshaw was playing more, to kind of rest the vet a bit. They did end up signing Dan Heron um, as the backup to Frank Gore now the Bradshaws Ooh. out. Boom. <laughs> but, uh, I think Gore's going to do okay this week. I like him better with Bradshaw out, certainly. Uh, but they give the fifth, the, sorry, the fewest points to running backs. So, by I think he'll do all right. We're talking like maybe five points. So, we're looking at a flex situation for him. And then, what I loved was that Coach Pagano actually had to state that Andrew Luck is still the Colts starting quarterback and will be under center. He's 100% healthy. I'm like, did anyone doubt? Like, I know I, I'm a Hasselback fan, but nobody was thinking that Hasselback is replaced Andrew Luck. Crazy. Well, brock might have yes. replaced yeah peyton. well there was all that news today but the broncos came out real quick to say i don't know who your source was but we did not say that did you notice that it was like the source mm-hmm. is probably peyton manning it was real quick
2: <laughs> he was like out. i need some reassurance can you yeah he's me? like yeah i'm gonna
0: put this fake story out just so like i know like they let me know what's going on we don't
1: know you don't we uh. did not say that <laughs>
0: Uh, Steelers. Uh, I think you can start all of them. Hello, Ben, the best backup quarterback in the Ever.
2: league. can uh,
0: Is probable, but has been cleared to practice. He had 456 yards last week. Amazing. I just you start him. D'Angelo Williams tore it up last week against Seattle. Now he faces the Colts to so give him the eighth most fancy points to running backs. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Um, the Seahawks were successful in taking out Antonio Brown. I will give them that. Um, but that will not be the case this week. Not against the Colts. No, it won't. You should start Brown and Bryant. Bryant is listed as questionable. So keep an eye up on his hip injury throughout the week. I know Wheaton was a moneymaker last week, but that's only because Seattle couldn't focus on all three. Um, it's not going to happen <laughs> this week unless Brian is out and then you can start Wheaton, you guys. It is a good play because there's going to be plenty of fantasy points to go around um, in that case. Um, But I just don't think he's going to see nearly as many targets against this really bad secondary that's going to be loving up on some Antonio Brown. Um, And if Heath Miller is your tight end, you might start getting yourself ready to replace him. He's listed as questionable and is not practicing and dealing with rib injury, so not good. And kicker Chris Boswell, we talked about him a little bit earlier, has been in double digits Three games in a row, only owned in six percent of leagues. You guys, pay attention. Pick them up. Start them. Could make it. Could make a big difference in close in close games. You guys, for you to make the playoffs. Monday night game: Dallas Cowboys three and eight at the Washington Redskins five and six.
2: Let me make this quick. Um, Matt Castle is starting again, regardless of the fact that the Cowboys have yet to put Tony Romo on IR, which, which is insane. Absurd. It's absurd. Uh, no one had good games. Because they're going go to the go to the playoffs. They're going to go to the playoffs. Except for the Redskins
1: are ahead in that division.
2: Right. Darren McFadden had a decent couple decent games, but it wasn't great. And the, my whole point is they're playing at Washington. And Washington are two different teams. There is away game Washington and home Washington. And home Washington, they have 15 sacks on the year. Okay? And half their games, 15 sacks. Away, Washington, five. Hello. So their defensive line, their pass rushers, everything that they do is so on point at home. It's not just Kirk Cousins who's better at home. It's their defense, too. So I'm not starting anyone from this team except for Darren McFadden because running backs are disaster zones. Jason Witten, I'm sorry. You can find a better tight end. Des Bryant, I am questioning Uh, whether I'm going to start him or not. I'm sorry, there's no chemistry with Matt Castle. You know, I I say they need to throw him the ball. If I'm the coach, I say you have to throw him the ball. If I'm Matt Castle, I'm trying to give him the ball. But all they're going to do is defend Des Bryant. They're going to let Darren McFadden get a couple yards here or there. They don't care because they're going to pass rush and they're going to murder Matt Castle in the backfield.
0: Yeah, they're going to rush him, and they're gonna, and Matt Castle's going to be throwing serious interceptions.
2: Yeah, and he's, so anyway, I would also start the Washington defense, sneaky.
1: Agreed. Agreed, agreed. So here's the deal. Kirk Cousins, he had, a, he had a good game last week and was even a top 10 quarterback, but it will be a tough matchup this week, guys. The Cowboys give the seventh-fewest points to quarterbacks. Uh, they're actually... A fairly decent team. Well, they're decent against quarterbacks, wide receivers, and tight ends. So they're decent against the past. Running backs, they allow seventh most points. So for Kirk Cousins, it's not a great match yet. Matt Jones. Do not even get me started. <laughs> do not. Not at the end of this show, Brandon. Don't get me riled up before I gotta go to bed. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan. <sighs> anyway. Um, Jim Kelly. Okay, well, I think we can find a good deep breath and feel confident starting Deshaun Jackson. Yes, he is love him. He's put together two solid weeks in a row. Again, here at her fantasy football, we tell you that sometimes you got to be okay with guys blowing up on your bench and having them prove it to you. And, and Deshaun needed to prove it to you after some bad outings. So, I think he has. I think he's good. He's that deep threat flash player, and I think he's getting. He's back to his old self, and I think he's good. He's going to be good for at least one deep ball play. I do think so. So, I like him. And although Reed hasn't scored two touchdowns in the past two games. He's been heavily involved in the passing game and has been able to put together some good yardage numbers. So the past two weeks, he has seen eight and nine targets, which is a lot of targets for a tight end, and ended up with 98 yards on eight catches last week. So it is a tough matchup, but the targets are there. The targets are there for him to be able to to actually put up some numbers. And again, in PPR, you're always looking for targets. Now, Alfred Morris actually looked like – pretty good last week. And he seemed to be back to, you know, starter four. Now, perhaps that is because they didn't turn it over to Matt Jones much. And they finally let Morris kind of get into the groove of things, but this is the Redskins guys. There is no saying that they will do this again this week. It is, it, it is, it is the best matchup in the game. So he could be good and it could be worth a flex position, but you only as Courtney will say, only, you know, how desperate you are. To be willing to put any running bag from the Washington Redskins in your lineup the week before playoffs, especially if you're on the cusp. I can see it being worth it if you're you're locked in, but I don't think I would.
0: You know, I've been holding this back, and we're in week 13, so I'm just going to, you know, have my moment here. If you've listened to me before Mm -hmm. this year, you know that I hate RG3. And I am so excited that the Washington Redskins might make the playoffs this year. I cannot even believe it because I am a (laughs) Kirk Cousins lover and have been since the very beginning. And I've always said he is a backup quarterback. He will always be a backup quarterback, even though he's the starter. But he is so much better than RG3. It's crazy. And look at it. Whole teams came around, even without Deshaun Jackson for most of the season. Yes, the record's not great, but they – May make the playoffs, and that just really, really gets me excited.
1: So, what a Gold great Kirk way to cousins. end the show! Go cousins, the rest because you're leading it, arguably one of yeah, the worst divisions in the football right now.
0: Go, RG3 is. couldn't do it. RG3 That's couldn't true. do it. That's true. Mm-hmm. Well, he did it
2: in his rookie year,
0: okay. Is what it is. Awful. All right. All right. All right. Awesome. Week 13, you guys. Good luck. Last week until most people's playoffs. Um, Hope you put the right guy in. You can always go to herfantasyfootball.com and check out our rankings um, to help you better pick the dude to stick in that spot. Um, Good luck. Make sure you hop over to herfantasyfootball.com. Also, to subscribe to us so you can get our email Sunday mornings at 9 o'clock Eastern time so you can play our fun dice game from FanDuel. It's free. So make sure you follow the rules so you can win our wonderful prizes. Um, also, you can listen to us on SiriusXM XM Fantasy Sports Radio, Saturday night from 8 to 10 Eastern. You can call in, ask your questions there as well. You can also tweet us um, at HerFantasyFB and message us on Facebook.com, HerFantasyFootball, if you have any questions. Thank you so much, you guys. Until next week, no more faking it.